Recorded live in Manhattan's East Village at St. Mark's Church in the Bowery, this is The Poetry Project. Whit Griffin is the author most recently of A Far Shining Crystal. Uh, his book-length poem, We Who Saw Everything, is forthcoming from Cultural Society. Recent work has appeared or is forthcoming in Golden Handcuffs Review, Chicago Review, and Hambone, which I didn't even really know was still operational. Um, so this is my second time introducing Wit here at the project, and um, I'm really happy to do that. But I went back, of course, to look at what I said the last time he was here, and I was struck by how it, it was the truth. <laughs> so I'm just going to read you like a little bit of what I said last time. And so last time I said, when I was reading Far Shining Crystal, what measure of accumulation counts as a phrase, a title, a line, or a sentence, an account? What's the point of aphorism? These are a few questions that occurred to me when I was reading Witt's work. Mathematical reverie does not usually catch me, but I find that that's what these poems provoke, an interest in the works or gears of a highly original system-building imagination. And Witt's new work is astonishing and arresting because yet again, I find myself completely transported by his poetic concerns and methods, which are, again, ancient methods. He writes, the griffin is a symbol tying all things together as deciphering symbol of we who saw everything as is the key word as in as numbers are the manifestation of beings. We who saw everything is a long poem that determines to live through the griffin with everything mythopoetic. Something very powerful and strange occurs by way of the intention to be in an apposition with or within the discourse of poetic origins. Griffing freely on myth and mythic figures also injects those symbols into the present of writing, wit's present, so that we find ourselves writing a weird hybrid beast of a poem that seems to have no time. We must read time as, we must be at all times at once. And that's a lot of fun. Griffin's work challenges me to lay back into the curiosities accumulating in a totally complete and original imagination. What a relief to find oneself in another place. Please welcome Whit Griffin back to the Poetry Project. Thank you, Simone. Uh, thanks for everybody for coming out tonight. Um, so yeah, for, uh, for a couple of years, I worked on this long poem, which is going to come out later this year, We Who Saw Everything. And um, it's, uh, I kind of describe it as a non-linear metaphysical epic, and um, that's fun, isn't it? And um, so uh, I'm just going to read two different sections from that. You can really kind of, with this, with this work, you can just pick it up and start it anywhere, which is what I'm going to do right now. A hunchback with a knack for picking up cicadas. What does your dance mean? Thought has now become his means of locomotion. If it rains while the sun is shining, the devil is beating his grandmother. Cornmill boy pisses the bed at night. 
No one has use for the child of the cyclone, chief of the city of blindness, an apparition of the living. Caesar Augustus erased his Ajax. I put it in your mind to come this way and visit me. There was still life in the hand, rheumatism for the hunter who doesn't beg the slain deer for pardon, a painful toil to the convict builders. Tantalus stole the heavenly cups. Prometheus wore the first ring, being a link of the chain that once bound him in the Caucasus. Hannibal ordered all the rings be removed from the hands of the Roman dead and sent to Carthage as proof of the slaughter. Hannibal had recourse to the poison in the ring. Oh yes, that is the way everything tastes in the place I come from. February thunder frightens the maple syrup back into the ground. As swans are hatched in thunderstorms, peacocks strut before rain. Many rains, many rowans, many rowans, many yawns. To stir the wind when sailing, stick a knife blade into the mast. The Phoenicians believed their vessels had spirits. Wash the vessel with blood before launching, lest blood be needed at sea. Mother Carey's chickens scare the sailors. The fourth monster had no one to talk to, but he said that he was, go- that he was giving out and that he would have to fall, and the direction he should fall should be called west. Amon, the western Zeus, Mott, the golden one of the two lands. The Aztecs cast objects half of gold and half of silver, as a silver coin is like a little white cake. When in mourning, replace your gold ring with iron. As a ring is a simplified knot. As the reed was the model for the column. The psychoactive properties of the reed. The drink of Antioch. The onion has been cultivated in Egypt since the 18th dynasty. The Egyptian Amhotep became the Greek Asclepius. Macrobius explains why the fourth finger of the left hand is best suited to receive a ring. Plato disapproved of Aristotle's adornment with rings. Maximinus used his wife's bracelet for a thumb ring. Anyone who wears a ring on the middle finger will be bitten by a scorpion. The snakes that grew from him waved over his leopards' heads till the wavelets are stilled, till we are shooted by the soldiers. Fourteen rows in the theater are reserved for knights, but a gold ring will gain you admittance. When Verez wanted a ring, he ordered the goldsmith to set up his bench in the forum so all could watch him work. A harmony in the jeweling. I will make you savior of the world's harmony. Juvenal wore his many sardonyx rings and played the lyre, as an ivory casket is a fit receptacle for sardonyxes. Turquoise under the armpit to test authenticity. Confucius before the apricot altar playing a ditty on the lute. Then the seer comes to consciousness in his proper nature. Stars are not seen by sunshine. A red sun has water in his eye. The teller finishes his tale and the listeners strike their teeth with their thumbs. The scribe signed the record with his thumbnail. And then comes the thought, how near did all this come to not being created and to not existing at all? 
Two by two, they went out to search for snakes. He pointed to a snake and called out the color of the lightning which it symbolized. Moses erected the symbol of Phoenician Asclepius, the sun god of autumn, as a sign of salvation. As the sun is the divine serpent father of man and nature, as the Ophites believed Christ was an imitation of the serpent. You didn't see any snakes leave that cornmeal circle. Crithomancy, casting cornmeal upon sacred animals, a cornmeal sacrifice to the god of the day. Upon arising, throw a pinch of cornmeal to the east, larkspur to turn cornmeal blue. Skyrocket mixed with maize is offered to the spirits before pursuing the antelope. Yarrow in ceremonies where fire is involved. I am not afraid of the fire, for the flame knows no anger. The Hopi plant corn in bunches to resist the sand blasts of early summer. The Zuni bought their corn from the Hopi. The Incas built their pyramids without knowledge of the wheel. It is said the Algonquins were the first to come into contact with whites. How would the New World look if Champlain had not acted on behalf of the Hurons? The last Norse voyage to the New World was in 1347. Sinchiroka, arrayed in a robe covered with golden spangles, stood at the mouth of a cave. The awe-stricken multitudes assumed he was the son of the sun, come to earth to rule the people. A royal robe embroidered with a butterfly, a tunic embroidered with palm leaves. A golden serpent was dropped into the bosom of the initiate, falling out of the bottom of the frock. The serpent moves without any of the usual appliances of locomotion. The hills are moving into their stillness. The rabbit seeks the wood before a storm. Jumping rabbit, born of bold eagle and singing fawn. Jumping rabbit becomes seas in the night. The month begins with the full moon. Plant potatoes in the dark of the moon. Potatoes, berries of the earth. Potatoes revitalize the impotent. Wild potatoes eaten with clay. Roasted mezcal leaves and wasp honey. They eat field mice but not fish, nor does he blush to tell lies about a field fair and to snatch the discolored beards of oysters. Sometimes we have gone with our own beasts to retrieve shells from the sea, Olivia shells on the wrists of the Hopi elder. The woman in the ocean gave blue corn to men and white corn to women. When property is stolen, men sing to her to learn who the culprit is. The man in the moon, the woman in the western ocean. The pipe is lit, and the clouds from it rise and form rain clouds, and the rain falls upon the altar and sacred things. The red root is ground up and scattered to secure a hasty harvest. It was, it was berries in the northwest, seeds in the great basin. As the Mayans to agriculture, as the Huguenots to horticulture, Seeds are the secret of life, living on chia seeds and tahini. Anahita, Persian goddess of fertilization, the Assyrian Ishtar. The plants are the direct outpouring of the love of the great spirit, as every manifestation of nature carries a power, as lavender restores lost speech, 
as the Siberians make tea from fragrant shield fern, we'll make tea when Melissa leaves, when the plover bleats like a lamb. The bird song is different from what it would have been 200 years ago. The moai of the Rapa Nui walked into place, walking with no legs, and having finished his mission, he withdrew like the former, it is said, by sea, promising to return. When a giant whose rib measured nine spans in length reigned over the whole world, a severed head asks two rams to make a way through a mountain. A snake with beautiful skin is placed in a birch bowl, and objects placed in after it begin to show signs of life. Embrace the soul snake in the grotto. I awoke in the night and found you chewing birch bark. If you don't want a cannibal feast with the snake man, I'll boil you some corn. A cannibal hill that devours people eats a rabbit disguised as a man who uses a knife to cut the hill's heart in two. A horse skeleton asks a boy to light a pipe that the smoke might frighten away the mice inside it. The pipe smoke turned into pigeons. The crow is the salmon's aunt. The water god and goddess have no children, so claim the drowned as their own. The wizard who lives there is he who paints those who are to become supernatural beings. Supernatural being who keeps the bow off. Hawk hole. Supernatural being on whom the daylight rests. Supernatural being on the water on whom is sunshine. Supernatural puffin on the water. Hawk with one feather sticking out of the water. Wearing clouds around his neck. Supernatural being with the big eyes. Supernatural being lying on his back in the canoe. Supernatural being half of whose words are raven. This forest is full of plants and I am listening to their breathing. Mugwort under the saddle. Mugwort in the shoe. Sweet Mary for those who've eaten hemlock. The great medicine for wounds is squash and corn. Polk, the blue wine. Let those over 70 drink their fill. If a young man is caught drinking the blue wine, shave his head and beat him with a jaw club. Punished with agave thorns, the priests administer agave enemas prior to ritual anal coitus. The hefter technique. Stuck on the heights, he threw himself in the fire and found himself on level ground. As matter proceeds from desire and vapor, grow large, my kettle, an ebullient well. Let us put this barley in a closed chamber, sealed up, until we return northward, dancing. Vilka seeds like copper pennies, as certain soothsayers were known as Vilka, Vilka Koto, on whose peak the flood survivors sought refuge. Herod, mistress of the Red Mountain, the Hathors, the Fates, able to see but unable to alter the future. His death is to be by the crocodile or by the serpent or by the dog. He took the papyrus and washed it in beer and then drank the liquid and he knew all that was in the writing. Writing parchment from the Dita tree, some consider the Dita evil. The guardian of the tree can bring death to those who sleep in his shadow.
What kind of offering should we make to this tree? The vain man was turned into a pine tree. I turn my back to the sycamore. The Chinooks send off their dead chief in a cedar canoe. The thunderers keep the earth in order. Thus the thunderer prophesied, when the weather is bad, the giant's hat will be heard. The giant's feet ended in serpent's coils. Oracles issued from an oak tree in Dodona. Dionysus is the mind of Zeus, and the sun is the mind of the cosmic order. As the sun is Apollo by day, Dionysus at night. As the sun is the eye of Jupiter, Minerva is the power of the sun that makes human beings wise. Salus is the moon's nature that strengthens living creatures. The Greeks called the moon Artemis. The Greek Artemis is the Italian Diana. Demeter is Ceres. Since the oracle simply called for heads, children were replaced with garlic and poppy. Wear a garland of fig when sacrificing to Saturn. Saturn is time. Saturn arrived by ship and taught Janus agriculture and improved his way of life. Janus was the first to coin money. On one side, he stamped a ship to preserve the memory of Saturn. Janus was the first in Italy to build temples to the gods. Janus has power over all doorways, is the guardian of all gates, and the regent of all roads. Numa soon added one day to January, paying honor to the mystery of the odd number that, that nature revealed even before Pythagoras. Every Ides is dedicated to Jupiter. Every Calends is dedicated to Juno. As Junonius was shortened to June, as Maya is the good goddess, as the good goddess is also Hecate, Semele, and Prosperina. Some say she has Juno's power. Some think she's Medea. It is against divine law for a myrtle branch to be kept in her temple. Karna is the goddess charged with keeping our livers, hearts, and innards healthy. Karna, Karna receives an offering of bean porridge and bacon. Hathor personifies the sky. She is the goddess of all kinds of joy. Whoever wishes to visit the temple of the goddess must refrain from intercourse with his wife or husband that day from intercourse with another than his wife or husband for the preceding two days and must complete the required illustrations. Jupiter bestows souls and receives them back after death. The hellfire and brimstone vision was the result of the uninformed stumbling into glimpses of the astral plane. Distant lands become unified and local gods coalesce. No need for two rulers of the dead. Let one become a descriptive epithet of the other. Osiris absorbed the functions of all the gods of the dead. The netherworld entered into competition with the celestial. Kings lost the exclusive use of the celestial hereafter. And then every dead man became an Osiris, a privilege previously reserved only for some kings. For Ra is the sky, and Hotep is putting together the oblations. Bent Bari, the sky genius who controls meteors. The sea of heaven, which bore the throne of Zeus. The eastern side of heaven, where the gods are born. I have felt the panting breath of the fierce east's horses. The blended divinity of Apollo and Bacchus. 
on top, on top of Mount Parnassus, the Bichians sacrificed to both gods at once. Apollo, the ivy-crowned, the Bacchic seer. For Apollo, an ox with gilded horns and two white goats with gilded horns. The infant Apollo killed Python with his arrows. Images of Apollo hold the graces in their right hand, a bow and arrow in the left, because he is slower to do harm while his readier hand is lavished with well-being. Apollo's seven-stringed lyre represents the seven motions of the heavenly spheres, the twofold nature of Neptune, earth shaker, and he who steadies. We get the power of speech from our contact with the earth, and we know that Mercury has speech and utterance in his power. Cronus gives us tears. Zeus gives us birth. Hermes gives us understanding. Picus, who is also Zeus, had a son named Faunus. He also called him Hermes after the wandering star. Postvorta, goddess of breach births. Trivia, she of the place where three roads meet. Four gods attend a human at its birth. Deity, chance, love, and necessity. After being pregnant five years, Cleo slept in the Holy of Holies at Epidaurus and bore a son who washed himself in the spring and walked around with his mother. It is not permitted to enter the temple of the Lady Goddess with any object of gold on one's person unless it is, an, it is, it is intended for an offering or to wear a purple or brightly colored or black garment or shoes or a finger ring. The priestess of Demeter is forbidden to eat the meat of any animal that has been suffocated. The priestly college that preserved the Sibylline books. For clarifying an oracle, he gained use of a special toga. He proceeds to the oracle dressed in a linen tunic, girded with ribbons, and wearing the boots of that country. That my guides may bathe me, that I may then drink the water of forgetfulness, the water of memory. Thank you. I'm Stacy, and I'm introducing Thomas Meyer. <clears throat> he grew up in Seattle and graduated from Bard College. His most recent books of poetry are essay stanzas published by the Song Cave and Kintsuji Flood Editions. And most recent translations are Easy Answers, The I Ching, Blaze Vox, uh, Beowulf, Punctum, and the Dao Jing Flood again. A reprint of Staves, Callens, Legends is forthcoming from F Press. I've stood at this podium dozens of times and started by saying, I discovered this poet when working at Woodland Pattern Book Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And tonight is one of those occasions. I was drawn to this block of a book, Staves, Callens, Legends, um, published by the Jargon Society in 1979. Uh, after just a short time working at Woodland Pattern, I had learned that Jargon was the press, exemplary in the field of renegade publishing. So I followed and came to discover the work of Alfred Hamilton Starr, Ronald Johnson, Paul Metcalf, Lorene Niedeker, and Thomas Meyer. And as many of you know, Thomas operated Jargon with its founder, Jonathan Williams, his partner of nearly four decades. In At Dusk Iridescent, another of Thomas's jargon books, he writes, 
Poetry celebrates not only presence, but the multiplicity of presence and the infinite possibilities of there. The poem has the power of location. It is a place, an actual, not metaphorical, special event of language, which begins in the mouth and lungs and moves outward into time, the mind, the body. I love this sense of there as an infinite there. I just randomly opened to the poem Trois Baguettes and started reading C, Sar, S-A-R, Peladin, the sad, antlered son. My first response is to the word Peladin, which I enjoy as a word visually and sonically. Robert Kelly says, much of his text says things seen, says them so well, they are sublated per musician. And this is before any desire to figure in Josephine Peladin, who was a French novelist who founded the mystic Order of the Rose and Croix in 1890s Paris. The Salon de la Rose and Croix was a series of six art and music salons he hosted. He believed that artists were self-initiates who were able to transform their personalities through life lived as a work of art. Thomas's work speaks from his own experienced body with a kind of clarity that seems to this is Robert Kelly again, to move in all the times of our mind. The poem continues, the boys let their ball fall. Another possibility of there, locating the everyday. Robert Kelly again in an intro to Thomas Myers' Umbrellas of Asclepius. The austere exercises of craft and skill seem to have prepared us to unite our times again to move in all the times of our mind. And this language, solvable but not easy, is the one I find Meyer working through. Kintsugi, or in Kintsugi, an elegy for Jonathan Williams, a text written in and through the very death it mourned, begins, all dogs bark his name, he who has gone, there from here, past time's gap, jumped. This there, speculative and infinite too. Please welcome Thomas Meyer to the Poetry Project. some of Venetian epigrams. Not deeply felt, but detailed. Not the heart, but hard to touch this ordinary world. Einstein used to sit on the train waiting for the station to arrive. All of it easy to explain once you nail it down. Come into love, a room, and sit and notice books on the shelf, Dante, Sappho, Proust, and a blank one your name is written in. 
a smile gently groping the sightseer, the natives give me my tongue deep inside you. One dull day after another, the weather can't dampen. Neither bitchiness nor high-mindedness give love its due, though love itself provokes them both. Love must wear me out before I sleep. Love lets go and love holds on. I am feverish and ache all over. The darkness returns just when love could shed some light. Some morning we will be together, but not tonight. Wait. The look in my eyes, talk all night long, and the radio in my heart until the sun turns on. This heart remains and returns mine, a beginning and middle and an end until now. Today is not tomorrow. I have nothing plenty. The star climbs last night and waits. The, the sun comes too soon. The water afire with the sunset at sea. The mind and love are mythologies. Everything turns and goes the other way. It is tenderness one should watch out for, not passion. I even love him when he has all his clothes on. If, and, and but are all mistakes. I am often afraid all passion will become textual. It is a happiness with the way things are change. A passion bears nothing but itself. Venus is anticipation. <clears throat> Chrysanthemum Terrace. Signorelli or Botticelli, Boltrofio. Dinner, late April the chrysanthemum terrace. After the meal, he asked us each which single thing struck us most that day and still kept a place for itself, even now, after the music and the wine. A cup so full it overflowed, I said. And Michael said, a little girl who blew the ash mark from his brow and made it again with her thumb. Apricots. Three hermaphrodites on the road back into town laughing something older than the body, closer than thought. I was tired. Michael took my hand in his to hold them in his lap, tucked between his thighs. When we got back to our room, the handsome young man was there, as he had been each of the three nights we spent as guests here. And just as he had done each of those three previous nights, he undressed us and washed us and pulled back the coverlet and put out the light. Dream, dreamless, deep sleep, clearly knowing what to know. The senses find their cause. And I was driving in the company of a stranger from Ragusa in Dalmatia to a place in Herzegovina. Our conversation turned to the subject of travel in Italy. 
and I asked my companion whether he had ever been to Orvieto and looked at the famous frescoes there, painted by Matter, an accompaniment for Michael Joseph Watt. That plant, the same as the one in India that makes red water, that makes water red, never let me go. There was a souffle, our marriage hung by a literal thread. Inspiration fixed it. I do, I do, we do too. Each blessed day we sweetly fill. For that moment, with not in time, a bird sang. The work proceeds. The king marries. The queen sits a thousand flowers. I lie here half a day, undistracted, pleasant half-thoughts, almost held in hand, not clear enough, to be called ideas. Happiness is forever, except when it isn't. Thrift, Ameria Martatima, squandered along the highway. Open the door, look, see what's there. To wake, to think how much I love you and sleep on it. Listening to your breath, deep and even, Mine is held in this warmth, deep and even, that beds us. If ever two were one, it is us. Double dealing, two-faced, quicksilver, each and every day faced. Not Janus, welcome any time, day in or day out. That last step there in the dark isn't ad lapidum. Prakriti, what starts, whatever matters. No sleepless night, no wearisome day, in light of you and your shadows cast. Right rain, green apple, clarity. Blood, a phoenix, a rose, the king in his crown, someone dressed in red. Sit where everyone can see. Arrive spring, Depart upon the first frost. I thought we could live with that. The fact of the matter is a desert. All of that away. The the numbing sense of something over, gone, let go. A rose in a desert, a thorn. Res ipsa locitor, a less than factual earth, a world of tokens and signs, the unspeakable matter dreams embody. And I turn and I see your fabulous face. The radio makes music, the horizon a steeple, one and one then. This is the um, third section of uh, most recent book called Essay Stanzas that the Song Cave has published.
It's the sort of beginning and ending of a section called Been There. You call the people who steal your ideas thieves, yet take great delight in moonlight, sun's faint facsimile. The corrupt spoil all well-being, even in their downfall. Think about it. The cobra injures the branch it lies along and chews, losing its own fangs. The fork-tongued snake may strike or not, but the many-tongued nature of unrestrained evil delivers its blows instantly. Despite being ignored, nonetheless, honor is bestowed when a crow finds something to eat in a cemetery, left as an offering by mourners at a recent burial. So say the snake charmers, our God, our Lord, everything's very beginning, sway, show us evil inside your hood. I want to make Jesus a shirt out of sunlight and rugs out of the rainbow for his bride, but dream about my own coat being made of straw and thrown away, an old story. Gold scraped, beaten, and burnished, weighed with potatoes in the other pan, shocking, gold sought after, prized and worshipped in this world, but how philosophical to set it in equal measure with potatoes, making it earthy, but maybe this is some kind of con. What the hell? Is there any wisdom untouched by dubious intentions? Completely oblivious, the wine salesman on a binge peeks between his fingers through the keyhole of his psyche and sees, so it seems, someone looking in. This hay-stuffed scarecrow these animals all run away from is made of the stuff they graze on. Little do they know. To show us, so show us, scarecrow, the power of your arm, the grace of its blow. Tossed by stormy seas, these rats were sure their ship was sinking into the ocean and deserted it by the dozens. Bless them. The waves grew calm after a while and steady, and those rats, like a grief gnawing at the heart, vanished completely. The honey in your poems silences the cuckoo and stops the bees buzzing. Though they won't pay you a dime, there might be someone who hears you. If you think of saffron being crushed or the pounding of sugar cane, think of what total annihilation brings. A blow struck, yet the wound won't heal, even after years. How lucky are animals. Their wounds are skin deep, like a stain on cloth. They aren't lifelong, a whole long life. This dull dime, from pocket to pocket, moves through the world like a metaphor for what life may be going on and on. Though through learning we are released and endure in that pompous academic's words, you hear the clink of loose change, the folding of bills. Learning works for me. It puts the spin on big ideas. I used to own very little, but now that I don't, I'm struck by what, how much it's all alike. I used to watch the rich going in and out of their big houses, their big cars, when I didn't have a cent. And when I had a little, it seemed to me the world was better that way, somehow different at each step. 
only a memory, stupid to keep looking for it, like a lost ring, or worse, stop around with clenched fist, as though that could stop the stuff in dreams from slipping through your fingers. In my dreams, I am rich, I guess to give me an appetite for that life, so that although I am poor, I think of myself as having once been wealthy. The upstart of which is that I've lost to greed the peace of dreaming as well as the peace of waking. Life is like a spiral staircase where we never get back to where we were. I was certain this was the holy of holiest places. Here my eyes would witness glory when something inside me said, don't enter through this door. Our delight in this life, one moment vanishes into thin air, and the next, a speck of what happened, the spinal web of wanting always comes up with. Something new, forever a magic carpet in the air. There then, not there, almost like the law of cause and effect, are the people I know or have known, with one exception, a friend of mine who will remain beside me until my last dying breath, the I I call myself. The past is dead, the present slips by, but what about the future? Will it be any different if we look forward to it? The new soon remains so in talk alone and certainly dead in time. Shown this, yet refusing to believe in illusion, you must be blind. Here I sit for, sit for hours, throwing a net into the sea to catch fish, but all I get are waves and ripples that swell and disappear, capturing my attention in the strings and knots of my imagination. I've gone all over the globe, talked to the hills, the trees, the air, and not one of them could throw me or show me how to take one step, then the next, and one after that. Hills, valleys, rivers, caves, call out to my heart, then echo in my thoughts. I'm told about something that can't be said or thought and has nothing to do with what makes us happy or not, something outside of our knowing. But what gets me is that it's still something I want. In my brain, I see a flood of things. A huge fish makes a tidal wave. Something creepy, not quite a lion, not quite a man, opens its mouth and utters silence. A beautiful young woman dresses herself, but isn't quick enough to completely cover her nakedness. A tiny, smiling baby boy sits on a leaf, puts his toe into his mouth, floats about upon the vast ocean. My poor brain is the mirror of this, endless unraveling, a sky in autumn, the clouds scud across in patches. And this is the last uh, section of uh, essay stanzas called Airs, Waters, Places, Egyptian Love Song for MJW. 
I breathe the sweet breath which comes forth from thy mouth. I behold thy beauty every day. It is my desire that I may be rejuvenated with life through love of thee. Give me thy hands holding thy spirit that I may receive it and may live by it. Call thou upon my name unto eternity and it shall never fail. Look around. When you come to a city you've never been to before, what do you see? Dry, flat hunks of day with, there might be words, pressed onto them. To make an inventory, a story, took 700 years. Knowing things like this finds out other things. Summer or winter, stars rise and set. Such a one knowing these things in particular practices and art, despite second thoughts, the stars add an uncommon lot. Say clearly, a city, winter, winds, plenty of water, but briny. Cold winds in summer, gone blind, a long life nonetheless. The city faces which way? Water flows to the sun rising, sweet, clear, smelling, soft, good to drink. See it that way. Scarcely touched, cloudy ponds, morning mist, No direct sunlight, summer, yet cold breezes and heavy dew, more like autumn, dawn and dusk, differ, rough, hoarse talking. Summer marsh, still water, fevers, or waters with frog eggs in them, those that flow from hills, sweet and clear. Rainwater, snow melting, sun draws the light, sweet water that is rain, but all water, once ice, never recovers. When we drink from rivers or streams or lakes, we drink all sorts of waters, sweet, harsh, salt. The north wind gives them their strength. Autumn rain, mild winter, spring and summer seasonal. Some fatal, some pass away, some change. Study, look and see. Be careful when autumn changes to winter, winter to spring, spring to summer. A long story. Asia and Europe, courage, endurance, work, mild, beautiful, large, the middle of sunrise, to take great pleasure. Difference of soil and season, difference of people living there, mountains, forests, plains, meadows, some places trees cover, others bare and dry. This is a result of that, though no no longer the case. Want becomes need. Fens, woods, warm, humid, much hard rain all year round. Life amid water. Rough speech made so by breathing cloudy air. Seasons lacking much difference work against change and understanding. Perhaps this is obvious, maybe not, but then there is the matter of undeciding. The women ride horses, shoot arrows, throw spears, and remain virgins until they kill three enemies, then marry. All their strength depends upon the fullness of their right arm. Peculiar shape, not like anything else. Prairie, rich meadows, men live in wagons, houses on wheels, they eat boiled meat, cheese made of horse's milk. Ice and snow provide them drinking waters. What wild animals there are, are small and few, tawny from the cold, not the sun, parched, 
soft, cold belly, weak desire, a slender body. Nothing is any more divine than anything else. Tired and cold, desire disappears. Height and shape owe the seasons their changes. Wild, alone, brave, the captured heart won't risk its love. Rivers carry off still waters and rain. How we are is where we are. Hippocrates, Akhenaten, paraphrase, parataxis, praxis, pretension. It's sweetness. Your breath takes away mine. I look at your beauty every day. I want loving you to give me a life. Let me hold your hands and your heart in mine. To take it then, live by it. Say my name. This will last a long time. Thank you. The Poetry Project has promoted, fostered, and inspired the reading and writing of contemporary poetry since 1966. Consider supporting us by checking out a reading, becoming a member, or donating at poetryproject.org.